Praise God. He knows the way. He is the way. Matter of fact, <laughs> he's the way. Yeah, the way that we need to go. Amen. The way that we need to follow. The way that we need to pursue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We better pursue his way. Glory to God. There's so many ways uh, the world has to offer. So many other pursuits. So many other things that will try to captivate our mind, our thinking, our, our, our treasure, our uh, whatever we have. It, it just wants to take it. The world wants to take it. Hallelujah. The enemy wants to take what you have that really, really, really belongs to God. Yeah, 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 your, your life, our lives belong to God. He's our creator. He's our maker. He's the sustainer of all that we have. Amen. We ought to give our lives to him every single day. Glory to God. God bless you, my brothers and sisters. This is Bishop Fry with Truth That Sets Free. We've got an exciting episode for you today, and it's entitled Pursuing the Kingdom of God. Yes, it's basic in its uh, uh, subject matter, but however, it has profound ramifications for all of our lives. As we began to pursue the kingdom of God, God has promised to supply the things that we have, have need of here on earth, and then he has promised to us eternal life and all of the pleasures of heaven that he has in store for those that love him. So I want to encourage you today to listen in. I know you're going to be blessed. Amen. We thank God for you. And please uh, join us uh, again and again. And God will bless you richly. We will be right back after this brief ad from our sponsor. Pursuing the kingdom of God. Yes, Matthew, the author uh, of this book, he was a Jew, and he, his, he wrote to a Jewish audience. Amen. He set out to prove that Jesus Christ is the rightful heir to the throne of David. You see, you see, God has a kingdom. He's always had a kingdom people, kingdom. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. He, he, he was their king throughout their pilgrimage through the wilderness. Hallelujah. It wasn't until they got into the land the people wanted to be like the other nations to have their own king that they could visibly see but God is our king say that God is my king he's my he's your king hallelujah yes he wanted to prove to these Jews you see uh, that 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 Jesus Christ was the rightful heir Matthew proved this by first presenting the genealogy of Jesus Christ linking him both to Abraham and David the two covenant that God made with Abraham and went first with Abraham and then with David. Amen. He promised to bless Abraham and to bless his descendants and, and to bless all nations through Abraham and that Abraham would be a blessing to, to the entire world through the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And then he promised David that he, he would uh, establish his kingdom forever. His kingdom would be an everlasting kingdom. Oh, yes. And this, he says, 
uh, he, so he gives him the genealogy. He starts out in verse 1. He says, the book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. The genealogy, linking Christ to these two great patriarchs. Yes, he goes on. Uh, Christ alone is the only one who could fulfill God's promise to David to establish his everlasting kingdom. All the other kingdom, all the other kings of Israel and Judah, they all died, including David. But yes, yes, but Christ Jesus ever lives as king eternal. He's the eternal king. Oh, yes, his kingdom will be an everlasting kingdom. Amen. And it will never end. Matthew not only proves that Jesus is the, is the Jewish Messiah by his genealogy, but also by his fulfillment of several Old Testament prophecies. Oh, yes, Jesus came to fulfill. Matthew continued to say this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of by the prophets. Prophets Here in particular, he talks about the, the, the virgin birth of Christ. As Isaiah pins it in his uh, prophecy, chapter 7, he says that, uh, that he would give them, the king, at that time a sign. He said, behold, a virgin shall be with child. Hallelujah. And you sh they shall call his name Emmanuel. Amen. Which means God is with us. Not only that, but he, he, he prophesied, the prophet uh, Micah prophesied the birthplace where Jesus would be born in the city of Bethlehem, Matthew 5 and 2. Not only that, but he also in Mike, Malachi, he prophesied that John the Baptist would be the forerunner. Matthew records all of these prophetic utterances that were fulfilled in Jesus Christ. He also, he also recorded that Jesus would give light to the nations or the Gentiles. Oh, yes, in his gospel, according to uh, Isaiah chapter, uh, huh, chapter, uh, I think it's chapter 9 and verses 1 and 2. He records that in Isaiah. Jesus' sermon on the mount is comparable to what Moses did in giving the law on Mount Sinai. The law represented the constitution of the nation of Israel in the Old Testament. And the Sermon on the Mount represents God's new covenant or new constitution of his new kingdom age to the church. Well, yes, we are citizens of the kingdom of heaven, according to Philippians chapter 3. Paul said, amen, that our citizenship is in heaven, from whence also we look. For the Savior. Oh, yes, 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 yes. As, as kingdom citizens, Jesus in his sermon points out the importance of having a heavenly perspective. And urges us to pursue the kingdom of God above all else. Oh, yes. He says, but seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all of these Things that he says that the Gentiles or the nations go after, he said he's going to add them to you. Hallelujah. I just want to encourage somebody today to pursue the kingdom. Hallelujah. I just want to encourage you to pursue the kingdom. Go after God with, as if your life depended upon it, and it does. 
Oh, yes, for in him you live and you move and you have your being. And without him, Jesus says, you can do nothing. So you ought to pursue the kingdom, the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Yes, in other words, our lives should be directed by God's principles and purposes rather than our own selfish ambitions or goals. Well, yes. Yes, seek means to devote serious effort to realize one's desires or objectives. To strive for, to aim at. You say, they say, if you're, if you're not aiming at nothing, you're not going to hit nothing. But you got to be aiming at it if you're going to hit the target. Yes, yes, it's to try to obtain or to desire. Amen. We must go for it. Amen. Yes, the kingdom of God. In this text, John, uh, Matthew, he warns against, amen, uh, the, the, the desire for worldly possessions Amen. Storing up worldly possessions rather than storing up treasures in heaven. Oh, yes. We've got to, we've got to lay up our treasures in heaven. Hallelujah. Yes, he says in verse 19, Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth where moth and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break through and steal. Uh-huh, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through and steal. Yes, 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 yes. We've got to pursue. Eh, we got to lay up our treasures. You see, Jesus was 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 answering a, a a situation where one brother came to Jesus and said, "Lord, make him share the inheritance with me." And Jesus said, "Who made me a judge over you?" He and then he began to tell them that. That the accumulation of possessions, amen, amen, our life does not consist in the abundance of what we possess. Hallelujah. Yes, there's a greater cause. There's a greater purpose in life than what we can see and feel and touch and have and tangibly. God has some things for us, amen. Oh, hallelujah. If you only knew what he had for you, it'll blow your mind. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to comprehend it. Oh, praise God. The Bible says, I have not seen, ear have not heard, neither have it entered into the hearts of men, the things that God have prepared for them that love him. Hey, the question is, do we love God more than we love the world? John wrote and said, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world, for all that is in the world, the lust of the eye and the lust of the flesh and the pride of life. He says, amen, the, the world passes away in the lust thereof, but he that doth the will of God shall abide forever. What are we living with? We, I, I, we should be living to live again. Oh, yes, this life is so short and so brief, praise God, in comparison to eternity. And that's what we must have, an eternal perspective rather than just a here and now. Because we could be here today and gone today. Ah, but will we be, will we have treasures in heaven when we leave this life? God bless you, my brothers and sisters. Here we are again. This is Bishop Fry with Truth That Sets Free. Again, we, we're still in this series, um, pursuing the kingdom of, of God. 
pursuing the kingdom of God. What we'll learn today is that we must have an eternal perspective and also have a singleness of, of purpose if we're going to have treasures in heaven. That's right. You've got to have a singleness of purpose and you've got to have an eternal perspective if you want to have treasures in heaven when we meet Christ. God bless you. Listen in. I know you're going to be blessed. Oh, yes, this life is so short and so brief, praise God, in comparison to eternity. And that's what we must have, an eternal perspective rather than just a here and now. Because we could be here today and gone today. Ah, but will we, be, will we have treasures in heaven when we leave this life? That's what we must consider. Yes, he says, he also says that we must have, amen, a singleness of purpose. Singleness of purpose. James says that a double mind is, double minded man is unstable in all of his ways. Hallelujah. He says there in this text, he says the light uh, of the body is the eye. Verse 22, if therefore thine eye be, e be single or clear, you got a clear view where you're going. Do you know where you're going? <laughs> is the question. He says, the whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil or foggy, you, 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 you just don't know which way to go. You don't know, you don't know where you're aiming at. When you're in the fog, you, you could be off the road and don't know it. <laughs> Uh, in the fog, but you got to have a singleness. You've got to have your eyes focused on the prize. Oh yes, yes, yes. He says. Uh, he says the whole. He says if the eye be evil or or, or foggy, uh huh, the whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great, how terrible is the the darkness is terrible. It's terrible to, to be groping in the dark. Don't know where you're going. Don't know where, you, where you're going and, and what, what you're going to run into. Jesus said those that walk in the dark, they stumble. Ah, but he says, he says, he says walk in the light. Ah, walk in the light. He says, I'm the light of the world. He that follows me uh, uh, shall have the light of life and shall not stumble. And we don't want to be stumbling, praise God. We're going to know where we're going. James again says a double-minded man. You've got to have your focus. Where, where's your mind? We're, 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 we're commanded in Scripture to have a spiritual mind, to be spiritually minded, to mind those things that are spiritual and not on the carnal. Hallelujah. We are we, we, uh, too preoccupied sometimes with, with the carnal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we're pre preoccupied sometimes. We, we need to let our focus be shifted to where it, all, where, where it really matters. And that's on the things of God. Yes, the writer says in Colossians 3, if you then be risen with Christ to seek those things which are above. He says to, not only that, but to set your affection on things above and not on the things that are on the earth. For you are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. And when Christ... Who is your life shall appear. Uh, then shall you also appear with him in glory. Come on and praise the Lord right there. Hallelujah. There is an end. There is an objective. 
Hallelujah. Yes, yes. He, then he goes on to say, he says, uh, no man can serve two masters, a double allegiance. You can have a double allegiance. We've got to be aligned with Christ. Hallelujah. We've got to let our lives be. He says, no man can serve two masters. Either he will hate the one or love the other, or else he will hold to the one uh -huh, and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money or wealth or whatever it can buy. You can't serve God if that's all you're going after, my God. Hallelujah. He spoke a parable concerning a rich man whose ground brought forth plentiful. And he said, I got too much. To, I don't know what I'm going to do. But he said, well, I, this is what I'll do. I'm going to tear down my old barns. I'm going to build greater barns. And I'm going I'm to I'm restore all of my goods into those barns. I'm going to say to my soul, soul, you got much good laid up for many days. He, he said, you, you just go ahead and eat, drink, and be merry. But then he said, the Bible says, but God said, thou fool, this night is your soul required of you. Hallelujah. You're not in charge. I'm not in charge. God is in charge. He rules and reigns in the affairs of man. He calls the shots. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our lives are in his hand. Our times are in his hand. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, we, we can't serve the world and, and God, too. We've got to choose who we're going to serve. If we're going to put him first. Oh, uh, yes. And then he tells them the problem of worry. He, 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 he deals with the issue of worry, of anxiety. Worried about this. Worried about what's going to happen. What's going to happen next? Well, if that's where your focus is, you, you, you ain't no telling what's going to happen. <laughs> but if your focus is on God, if your mind and your heart and your soul is sold out for God, then God's got it. He got your situation. He got your problem. He got, he got what you need. He going to supply what you need. He says, therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on. Is not the life more important than food and the body more important than clothing? And he, tell, he gives us an illustration or a, 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 an example of how God provides for the fowl, the birds of the air. He said they don't even plant anything. They don't, they don't reap a harvest. They don't gather into barns. But yet, your heavenly father, he feeds them. He feeds them. He takes care of the birds. The birds aren't worried about, well, it's wintertime now. What are we going to do? <laughs> no, no, no. Birds know what to do. God's giving them good direction. Praise God. And God will give you direction. Uh, we're living in an inflated world right now. We're living in, a, in perhaps a, a, a possibility of economy collapsing. But what are we going to do, people of God? Are we going to quit on God? No. No, we're going to pursue him as never before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on to God because everything else is going down. <laughs> uh, everything else is going to fail. He said, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word, it shall not pass away. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Yes, he says, don't worry. Don't worry about it. 
Worry tries to plague all of us. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to speak no foreign language. I, I deal with it too. <laughs> we all deal with it. But how do we deal with it? We got to resort to the word of God. Worry, don't worry about it. Don't worry what's going to happen. God's got us if we're pursuing him. He said, if you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, make sure that you're lining up with God. Make sure that you're right with God. Hallelujah. We can't sweep sin under the carpet and say, well, it'll be all right. No, no, you got to deal with that too. Got to deal with your sin. We all fail at times. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we do. Praise God. But thank God for the grace of God. Thank God for the mercy of God. Hallelujah. He is merciful. Yes. Yes, he wanted to direct their attention. Direct their attention to the right source. You're pursuing this and we're pursuing that. But no, 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 no. It's not that you can't be ambitious about some things. That's that's not about what he's saying. But don't don't let anything... Don't let anything in your life exceed your love and your devotion to God. No, no, no. God is your source. He's your one source. He's all you need. Oh, yes, he is. He will supply. Oh, yes, he will make a way. He will open a door. Oh, yes, he will. You put him first, you meet meet this principle of putting God first, God won't withhold any good thing for them that walk upright. The Bible says in Psalm 34, look there with me real quick. He says, uh, uh, they that seek the Lord, they shall not want any good thing. What is it you want, my child? What is it you need? In fact, your father already knows what you need before you ask. Our pursuit should be pursuing the kingdom. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. He talks about, he talks about the attitude of the heart in, the, in this sermon about the blessed, are the blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of God. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. God's going to take care of his own. He's not going to withhold any good thing from you. Praise God, but you just got to pursue him. Make him be your aim when you get up in the morning, when you go to bed at night, all through the day. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus on your mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. What, What is it you would have me to do, Lord? He encourages them to, 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 to pray right. You see, in, in, in here he was, compa- he was uh, contrasting the prayers of the Pharisees with true worship and prayer. He told, they, they were praying to be seen of men. They were praying just, just, to, just for others to, to observe them. He said, they got their reward. No, 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 we've we got to be true to God wherever we are. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yes, yes, yes. Pursuing the kingdom. It's the greatest thing that we can do. Yes, pursuing the kingdom of God is the greatest thing that we can do. 
it requires of us to have an eternal perspective. It also requires of us to have a singleness of purpose and also to have a single allegiance to Jesus Christ, for he is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Thank you for joining us. Again, this is Bishop Fry with Truth That Sets Free. Continue to listen in and be blessed. Thank you.